0: And I always tell people, you don't see the baby. It means it's not the time. We not. We're not. We not trying, just to avoid people asking me on regular basis. But I don't want to lie. It it hurts me, especially me wanting it so bad.
1: You are listening to The Journey on Earth The Podcast, where each week, I, the host, or Lerato, uncover journeys in wellness, business, parenthood, and so much more. I also share my own advice that will help you in your journey to living your best life. I created this podcast that will not only validate and value our stories, but will motivate us to have the courage to continue to build the stories we want for ourselves. From time to time, I like bringing you some deep dive conversations with incredible guests to uncover their journeys and topics highlighted. They also share their secrets to cultivating a good life. So tune in for some good conversation every Tuesday. The journey for fertility is not always linear or the same for every woman. Just as much as the choice for motherhood is not always that obvious or even the same, but somehow society tends to forget this reality with questions that begs to invade, interrogate, and sometimes dishonor our different journeys in fertility and in parenthood. This podcast seeks to elevate the voices and lives of our listeners by creating a safe platform where we can share all our journeys as women in wellness, business, parenthood, and so much more. That is why in today's podcast, I sit down with a fellow sister whom I admire her courage so much. She has created a YouTube channel called Vegan Magotti, where she shares her journey in PCOS and living a healthy life. In today's podcast, I had a conversation with Tato Mavoso to talk more about her PCOS journey and her fertility journey. I hope that this podcast enlightens you as much as it did to me. It was so eye-opening and so heartwarming. I do hope that you enjoy it. So let's head right over to the conversation for today. I got to know you on social media and I got to know about your story on social media, specifically on YouTube. And that's the beauty of social media, right? you get to yes. hear your story and inspire so many people that you don't get to engage on a daily basis but it's virtual people who are real people so that's where i got to know your story so before diving deep into the conversation i want you to actually just introduce us to yourself who's tato
0: tato is just a simple girl a girl from Bloemfontein in the free state and i came to Gauteng which uh, i studied in pretoria And later on, my husband and I, we decided to settle in Johannesburg where we both work. And I mean, I'm a 27 year old and I'm a young, ambitious girl with a dream. Wow. And where did you meet your husband? Oh, my story and my husband's story touches so many people. So Javier and I met in Bloemfontein when he was in varsity. That was 13 years ago and <laughs> wow. not too proud, but I was in grade eight when we met wow. and he later on went to further his studies in Valcom, which is a town in Bloemfontein in, in, in the free state. Okay. And we were on a, in a long distance relationship until I was in grade 12. And then we decided what what we had to decide what's going to happen to us now Cause like I was very adamant about moving to Pretoria to tax, to go and further my studies. And he was in the free state. And he later joined me in in Gauteng. And he settled in Joburg and I was still in Pretoria, finished studies. He went and he paid Amalobolo and we got married. Oh, that's amazing. Thirteen, Yeah. 13 years. We met in 2005. Sure.
1: Yeah. When I look at you guys, I thought like this is just a young couple who recently just met, and like when you say thirteen years, wow, it gives it so much context. Wow.
0: Yes, yes, we, are, we we we've been together for thirteen years, married for a year now. Mm, wow.
1: What also attracted me to actually call you for this podcast is your journey with PCOS and. Yes. Oftentimes, oftentimes it doesn't really click in our mind how go check yourself, you know. I want to know what prompted you to actually go check yourself in which you then found out that you had PCOS or random.
0: I mean, I've always had the love of kids and I've always seen myself as a mother. Yeah. And Javi and I have been trying, after he paid Amalobol and we did the traditional ceremony, we're like, we're ready to have our, because we always had a name for for our child. Wow. So we're like, we're ready for baby ends now, let's try. And we were, we tried for a year with no success. And I just I just decided to go see my GP at the time. And I'm like, you know what, Doctor? I'm not I'm not sick, but I'm just here to for you to check me out. Like I I I cannot seem to fall pregnant. We cannot seem to fall pregnant. And one thing I've realized is that I have irregular periods. Okay. And my GP said, I don't understand what's the fuss of you falling pregnant because you're young. And I want to tell you now, that is the most annoying thing a doctor can ever say to a woman, I feel. And I decided, okay, you know what? Because I've been pestering my doctor for a while now, let me go see a gyni. I went and I saw a gynecologist, and he did a few tests on me, like we did a, a scan, like what do you call it, where you check um when you check you're pregnant. I I I forgot what you call it now. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we did that, and he saw that around my follicles I have like cysts okay. and it's like you know what i am worried about what i'm seeing here uh-huh. i see cysts on you on your ovaries mm. but i am not sure i'm not sure if it's cysts or i'm not sure what i'm seeing so i went on and we did an hsg and hsg is it's, an, it's, a, it's a procedure like where you test to see if your fallopian tubes are open and what's going on around the fallopian tubes. They did that. It was such a, a painful procedure. We did it, and they saw that my fallopian tubes were wide open. Nothing was wrong. And we went back and we checked. It's like you have cysts around your ovaries. Let's do blood works. We did the blood works. They came. They came saying, I've got insulin resistance. And I, because with, P, the thing with the, the thing that makes PCOS tricky mm-hmm. is that you cannot test and test. It's, it's a group of symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. So you cannot pinpoint and say, okay, I'm doing a test for PCOS. They need to identify all the symptoms that you have. Oh. to draw a conclusion that you have polycystic ovarian syndrome okay. and we did that and my he concluded that i've got pcos he put me on metformin which is a type 2 diabetes medication for like three months okay.
1: so for those who don't know what is pcos and are there like symptoms that you can actually pinpoint that actually this could be pcos for someone who doesn't know
0: okay yes so with PCOS, um, you get a group of symptoms. You can have from hair uh, loss for women. Women would be balding, and then you would have what you call insulin resistance, like I've mentioned in my case, and irregular periods is the biggest one. Okay. not seeing your periods in a an, on a regular basis, like monthly, like every woman should and weight gain is another one Mm -hmm. there's just a lot and it differs from person to person so that is why i'm saying it's really hard especially in south africa for doctors to diagnose people with pcos okay
1: yeah i saw with one of your videos you do mention that like predominantly people speak about pcos and not people from south africa it's often people from overseas like it's never spoken about in South Africa that's why you doubted when your doctor told you that you,
0: you're like this is exactly mm-hmm. exactly you know when I tried researching because when when they said PCOS I was like what is that okay and I needed to do my own research on it and I watched a lot of YouTube videos but I could not get a single YouTube video on a South African person who could actually, like, I could actually relate to and ask for help and be like, but how did you get it right?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah. For for a doctor to diagnose a patient with PCOS, they really need to do vigorous tests on the patient. Mm. Because it's very, it's easily misdiagnosed. It's easily misdiagnosed because as I'm speaking to you now, I'm not seeing my previous gynae because he only put me on metformin and fetanid. Fetanid is a um, is a um, hormonal pill where um, it forces you to ovulate.
1: Okay.
0: And with me, I was on metformin for six months. And I was on fetamide. I think I was on two, I, I was put on two cycles of fetamide and still nothing happened.
1: Is this the doctor who didn't even recommend that you needed to change your diet? Like,
0: yes, yes, that is from my previous video. Yes, okay. that is the same doctor. And mm-hmm. I don't, like I'm saying, I think in <laughs> PCOS, is it a, the. A, a, it it needs a very a serious discussion especially in south africa but i know lala Hirayama. i don't know if you know her she she also has pcos and i learned this on on youtube as well it was a it was a very old video of hers where she disclosed her status of pcos and that she got help from overseas with um she she's selling them now it's like Herbal supplements that she's taking, and she's also selling in South Africa, and her her symptoms have like come down drastically on on those um, on those um supplements that she's taking, and like I said, she's taking them from overseas and selling them in South Africa.
1: Mm. And for you, what changes had to happen for you to also like reduce the symptoms of PCOS and to also increase fertility? I know that you became vegan, but what what more had to change in your lifestyle?
0: I had to, I had to be mindful.
1: Okay.
0: I had to be mindful because with my um, with my symptoms. Depression was one of them, and anxiety. And I did not know that it might be also caused by PCOS. Mm -hmm. So I actually had to live, not live in the moment, but be happy. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, I I had to be content with myself, the way I am, the way I look because I would gain weight and lose weight. Like I don't have like a normal weight that I'm saying, okay, I know I'm a size 34 or I'm a size 36 because I gain weight and I would lose weight because of my insulin resistance. So I had to make a decision and say, you know what Tato, you need to take charge of your health. So I went vegan because I realized when I, was, uh, uh, um, when I was having like um, animal products, what it did to my body, like eating meat, drinking milk, having cheese, dairy products, what they did to my body. And that is when I would have like anxiety and I wouldn't be okay. I'd have heart palpitations. Mm. So I, I, I needed to see, I needed to be mindful and see if I eat this, this happens to me. So I need to eat less of that and eventually go off that thing, whatever it is. Okay. In this instance, it would be dairy and meat products. And obviously the person that made me aware of this is a lady that I met on Instagram, naturally healthy wanga. Mm-hmm. She's an herbalist. And she said, you know what? I've been a similar route where you've been. And though for me, it was not PCOS, but it was endometriosis. Oh, wow. So I can help you. And I started consulting with her. And over time, my using herbal supplements in conjunction with my now gynecologist. And she, she did not draw up like a, a diet plan for me. She just said, you know what? I hate restricting people people from certain foods, but I want you to learn that whatever that you put in your body, how does it make you feel mm. at that time? Okay. And then you will determine that, you know what? If I eat this, this does not make me feel okay, so I have to let it go. No. So that helped you so that is how i that is how i my mama's my, my symptoms have obviously reduced, but in terms of fertility i wouldn't i'm not sure where I am right now with fertility honestly speaking because I'm still not really ovulating, and my cycles have somehow kind of become regular
1: okay. At least there's a plus. Yeah. Something that's getting... Yes,
0: there is There is a light somewhere, somehow. But right now, I just decided, you know what? Yes, I, we wanted to fall pregnant. But let me just concentrate, concentrate of healing my body. Yeah. Let me just make it right.
1: And, and it starts there. Like with every journey, I think for me, I believe that it starts with healing the body, mind.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I just decided... To heal my body, because when I when now that I know what I have, mm. I started tracing back in my teen years. I'm like, actually, I've always I've always had PCOS because I was I was the odd one out. I never knew when my periods came mm. as a child <laughs> in my childhood years, like. 13, 14, my friends, my peers would know, I'm like, oh my gosh, today I'm PMSing. I wouldn't know what PMSing was. I'm like, what do you mean? That no, like, I know, like, I have these cravings and I've got this, this going on. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know when my parents are coming. They come when they want to come. <laughs> you understand? I never had on the 20th, I'm seeing my periods. So I was like, oh, actually. I've always had as It's just that I did not know at the time. Okay. So you see, it's all these years of having this in my body. So I cannot, um, I cannot expect my body to be healed in six months or in a year. I need to rectify all the things that happened to me throughout the years.
1: Yeah, you're right. And like
0: when you... Yeah that you had
1: PCOS, what were your initial fears?
0: That I will never fall pregnant, honestly. Sure. Like, I'll never be with child. Like, that was, my, <laughs> that was my biggest fear. Even though the doctors told me it is possible, though for you it's hard, yeah. because you never know when you're ovulating, because for you to fall pregnant, you need to ovulate. It does this does not mean you're barren, you're not barren. you you like you have chances of falling pregnant. It's just gonna be hard. those that, it's it's still a fear that I'm working on I'm still working on it. but yeah, those are my biggest fears.
1: Wow. And I actually heard that from one of your videos when you said Pcos does not mean that you're barren.
0: Yes. It definitely does not mean you're barren. It just means like with you, it's going to take time and you need to be patient with yourself. And one of the biggest advices I've got from women around me and people that I meet Mm. is that don't put pressure on yourself and don't think about it because the more you think about it, the more it won't happen because when you when you're trying to conceive you you do not need to stress at the time like you don't need the stress in your body
1: yeah that's very true the
0: more you stress the more it won't happen
1: and that's why a lot of people will tell you that their first kids were never planned because it really happened without
0: exactly (laughs) yes definitely yeah
1: i wish you all all the best on that regard especially
0: thank you so much thank you so much
1: so i always think that even though this weighed so much on you more than it does on your husband but i still believe that really it is your journey together how has he been able to support you and i see in your videos he like literally with all your journeys like you going to be <laughs> up he is there and he did mention in the as well that he really is supporting you throughout how how okay let me start with how did he take the news especially that you guys had been trying
0: I have the most um, optimistic husband, and I feel like sometimes he's so stupid. He is very optimistic because after the diagnosis, in the car, he, he was quiet. And it was like, he went on as normal. And I'm like, but did you hear what the doctor said? I've got PCOS. But he said, but what is PCOS? PCOS does not, for me, does not mean anything. It just means it's a diagnosis that you got. Now we know that it's not going to be easy for us to fall pregnant. He did say that it does not mean we'll never have a child. So I don't think you need to stress about this. Even now he is very optimistic It's like if it doesn't happen now, it will happen eventually. And I believe that God is just saying to us, be patient. Now is not the time and the time will come. So, I mean, he gives me strength every day, like I draw strength from him because seeing him, he is so positive he does not even think about it honestly. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's <laughs> I really draw strength, and i i I feel like I am so lucky to have a man like him in my life because a lot of men would be like, but." I need somebody to carry my legacy. I need a child. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get pregnant? A lot of people are like, but isn't your husband I'm like, he is never like that. He is he is just taking it easy and he's taking everything as it comes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful because when you have like a supportive partner, like any journey becomes so much easier, you know
0: exactly yes 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 because i feel like i'm the one who's putting pressure on myself and he's just he's not budging It's like no now it means it's not the time for us but that our time will come and i'm sure when it is the time we'll be the happiest (laughs) oh yeah
1: (laughs) i can't document that as well
0: yes we are we doing everything in the background now because this is such an emotional journey for me yeah so now every doctor's visit though we don't take what's happening inside we do take it and I do give feedback on camera but I feel like that footage I'll only reuse it when when everything is okay because I feel it is. Disappointing for people to see that you're going through this for so long and nothing is happening. And a person who is going through my journey at the the same journey would be like, but it's taking so long for them. And I like what's gonna happen to me, it means I'm, it's also gonna take so long for me as well. So I want it to be like a positive story mm. to tell people. Mm.
1: But also just for me, like don't feel pressured that it has to be that because with what you just said, that you feel like you need to have a positive story at the end, just just have your moment when it happens. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: We are often pressured with chronological goals, and somehow society set this on us. Therefore, the expectation mm. it's often comes after when we get married that. People always ask you, when is the child coming? You know, when are you having kids?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I yeah. myself find that so problematic because I think our lives are set out so differently. and Exactly. So I want to ask you, how do you deal with such, when people who are unaware of your journey, like keep on asking you, when are you having kids?
0: It hits me so hard. <laughs> I don't want to lie and I mean I cannot disclose this to everyone but no, the reason you're not seeing a baby as yet is because um, I have A, B, C and D, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, you don't see the baby, it means it's not the time, we're not, we're not, we're not trying. Just to avoid people asking me on regular basis but I don't want to lie, it it hurts me especially me wanting it so bad yeah. you understand and another person is gonna come and say but why you see you woman of today because i'm married into a zulu family mm-hmm. though my in-laws are so chilled about this whole baby thing but obviously extended family members they'll be like but when are we seeing um baby mavuso and When, 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 I mean, our child is getting old now. We need to see boys running and girls running. And it really does not sit well with me. I can
1: imagine.
0: It doesn't. And I feel like it should never be like that. I mean, other people are not married to have children.
1: Yeah. They're
0: married because they want to get married. It's a partnership. You understand? Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah i I wanted to hear that because I know that oftentimes, especially well with the idea that you're married to a Zulu man, people think that you must be pressured to have kids now, you know, and yes yeah, yeah, and it really hurts it does, yeah, so you mentioned that um so that also comes with uh hormonal imbalances mm. the hormone somehow also causes for you to have episodes of depression. Please tell me more yeah. about that part. So when you get those episodes, what usually happens?
0: When I was first diagnosed with depression, obviously I did not, it was before I even found out that I had PCOS. I've always been the strong woman and saying to myself, I'll deal with everything the way I want to deal with it. And I would suppress my feelings. So when I lost my dad in 2011, I honestly did not react. I did not cry did not have anything but it came back to me 3 years later and I was hit with depression wow. so it from there on it never stopped even after my medication it never stopped until I found out that I had PCOS and I was told that my luteinizing hormone my LH levels were significantly are significantly low even now they're significantly low so I've got an imbalance of hormones that causes me sometimes to feel down and to feel de- depressed and sometimes these are triggered so I always have to make to be aware of my triggers mm. of depression as a result. Mm. So hormones, yes, imbalanced hormones do cause, Anxiety and mild depression, I would say.
1: And how are you able to deal with it?
0: Like I said, I, I honestly need to be mindful of my circle and who I'm around and make sure that I make me happy before anybody else. Like I've learned to put me first in everything. I know that might sound selfish. I was a person that put everybody first. What does Lerato think about me? Oh my gosh, Lerato needs money. I need to lend Lerato money. And I would never think about, but how does Tato feel? Is Tato okay? Will Tato be able to survive? I was a person that put people first, but I realized that it it doesn't it does not work for me. I need to put me first before anybody else Mm. to ensure my well-being as a person so that I don't have triggers yeah yeah
1: because only you of what you go through and like though at times when you look selfish on the outside when people think that you're selfish but if you know what Mm. you're going through and for you at that time it requires you to think of yourself first do it
0: Exactly. That's what I've learned and that's what I'm telling people around me as well that feel like they're always down because they need to deal with this, this, and that. I'm like, but how are you able to give out support and love and and provide for another person if you yourself have nothing to offer? You need to have something and you need to fill yourself up before you can give out yeah. so you can't empty yourself
1: yeah.
0: that is you always have to have provision for yourself as well
1: yeah with that being yeah. how do you how do you practice self-care for yourself like to remind yourself to be faithful patient and kind with your own process
0: i mean i've learned to journal okay i journal and I self-reflect that what did Tato do that made another person happy and smile? Because, I mean, as much as I'm saying I need to be selfish and I need to look out for me, but I also need to make sure that the other person is also Okay. All right. It does not mean being selfish. Means it's me, 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 me. You understand? So I've learned to to self reflect. Okay. Yeah. I've learned to self reflect and to yeah.
1: Okay. No, I hear you. And journaling is the best
0: way, actually. <laughs> it is actually. I felt so lazy. I was like, why do people journal? But after I did, after I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just start writing down my feelings, how I really feel on this day. Mm -hmm. So that if I feel the same way that I feel and I read back on that date, I may know that, oh, this was happening. That's why I felt like that. How can I better it? You understand? Yeah.
1: And also it's more like a release. After writing, it's more like a
0: release. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like a venting, it's like your own venting session, but you're writing it down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So now to close it up, you share so openly and generously about your PCOS journey on YouTube. I really admire your courage for doing that because it helps another woman to know that they're not in it alone. Yeah. What is your advice or your message to a family who is struggling with PCOS? Or with fertility issues
0: don't rush your time will come and be patient with yourself be kind to yourself and know why why do you want it so bad mm-hmm. after you got it will you be satisfied or will it be oh okay i got it now what you understand mm-hmm. Because I realized that bringing a life on earth, it should not be a selfish thing. You're bringing another individual. You're not bringing a mini you, you're bringing an individual. Will you be able to cater for that person? So let it be a journey for you. Make it your own journey and don't compare yourself to to your peers. Don't do it because whosoever has. Make sure it is really what you want so that you can enjoy your own journey. Yeah. And you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. Like, they must remember that they are not alone. There's a whole lot of women who are going through this, even though people may never share or talk about it, but there's a whole lot of us going through this.
1: Yeah. So one last one. I always ask this one. Um, What is the one advice that you could tell to your young self to prepare her for adulthood?
0: Whatever that you do in your childhood will come back to you in your adult years. So take care of yourself. And like what I've realized with PCOS is everything that we put, that we consume. So whatever that you're feeding yourself, make sure it nourishes your body and it does not destroy Wow. So that is what I would say to my young self.
1: Thank you so much, Tati. Thank you so much for sharing your journey, sharing your story. I really appreciate that. I myself did learn something from this and I'm really appreciative of your time as well and just your story as well. So I want you to really continue doing what you're doing on YouTube because really it's enlightening others With the same journey as you and others just with fertility issues you really are inspiring a lot of people so thank you so much for sharing
0: thank you so much for giving me the platform to share the message and i hope it does reach people who are going through a similar journey even if it's not the same but a similar journey and i would like to say to the woman of south africa don't wait until it's late make sure to check yourself if If something doesn't feel right, go ahead and check it. Don't second guess yourself. We often do at times second second guess ourselves, but do not go get yourself checked before it's too late. All right. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much, Lerato, for allowing me to be on your platform. Thank you so much.
1: If there's anything that you'd like to hear from the podcast, feel free to let me know on our Instagram page as the Journey on Earth podcast. And don't forget to also subscribe to the podcast so that you'll be notified every time when there's a new podcast coming out every Tuesday. And also review us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Rate us as well. I'll chat to you guys next week. Bye.